Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys, we got a brand new announcement. We are bum 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 teaching yoga at the Flying Spoon at 6 a.m. on Tuesdays. Who doesn't like yoga? Or exactly. Who doesn't like yoga? And this is nice flow. We called it like a feel-good mm-hmm. power flow. Yes. And we're going to rotate. Shay will mm-hmm. teach one week. I will teach the other week. Um, it's $10. $10. We built this out of necessity because we wanted a class that both allowed us to feel like we had a, a workout, but also mm-hmm. lighter, stretchier kind of class. Yeah. So and we're, we're all about, you know, just really growing the community. So why not? Yes. We'll put the link in our show notes of how to sign up and it's $10. Yes. And you get free coffee after it. You sure do. And it's at the Flying Spoon here in Wheeling, West Virginia on South or South Wheeling, right? Yes. South there. Yeah. All right. Cool. That's it. Have a good one. Leave it to receive it. Hey, this is Shay. And this is Jayla. And we're from the Ask Yourself Why Not podcast. Hey, do us a favor and hit the subscribe button on whatever podcast platform that you're listening on. Yes, this will help other Why Notters be able to find us and get our message out to other communities. Yep, if you want to pay it forward, if you do that and you write us a, even a one-word comment and a five-star review, just pay it forward. That really helps us. Yeah. And we appreciate you guys. Thank you for being with us on this journey and we love you. What's up, Why Notters? What is up? This is Jayla. This is Shay from the Ask Ask Yourself Why Why Not podcast. The place you come where you stop asking yourself why. And you start asking yourself why Why not. not? We've got an awesome guest today. Yes, I'm very excited. We had our first snow today, so I'm ready for a feel-good conversation. Yes, absolutely. Um, Our guest is Ashley Sumner. She's joining us uh, from Florida, and she is going to talk to us today about a new company that she has created. She's the founder and CEO um, of a company called Liminals. We're excited to welcome her to the podcast. Welcome, Ashley. Hello. Thanks for having me. Yes. Thanks for coming on. We're so excited. Kelsey Meyer connected us. Mm -hmm. Yes. So she um, is the owner of Kelsey Meyer Media now, but we fell in love with Kelsey on Maria Menounos' podcast called Heel Squad. Yeah, she always had the yeah. best energy. Yes, had the best yeah. energy. Do you ever listen? I had to a her? lot of. I had a lot of. I was on that podcast a couple of times. I had a yeah. lot of fun. I got to go into the into the physical space and get recorded in real time. It was a lot of. It was a lot of fun. That's all. We did listen to um, your episode. Actually, the one we listened to was with Kevin. I think it was right out of COVID. Yeah. Yeah. It was like right post COVID is the one I just listened to a couple of days ago. Yeah. Yeah, But that's a great podcast. If anybody is interested, especially in healing themselves, it's called Heal Squad. It's a Mm -hmm. good one. Cool. You can check. We'll link your episode there too. That'd be cool. Um, But yeah, so we always like to start our podcast out. with like a quote or a mantra, something that is important to you that you're kind of living by now? Quote Mm -hmm. of the day. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to go with a mantra, something that I've been practicing for the past few months, like I'll say in a very dedicated and devotional manner, um, is that I'm practicing peace and ease. Mm. Um, so in any moment of my life where I am feeling chaos, whether it's coming from inside or coming from outside, because I looked at social media, because I heard something about the news, because something didn't go exactly the way I wanted it to, I've been just bringing myself back to a feeling Uh of peace and ease. I have it in a post-it note on my computer screen, Uh (laughs) 
it gets everywhere. So um, it seems to be working for me, I will say that. So welcoming anyone here to practice peace and ease with me. Heck yes. We went to, um, it was called the Summit of Greatness mm-hmm. um, with Lewis Howes. And he had a, um, what was he, like a hypno- hypnotherapist or... Yeah, I get what he was. But anyways, he gave us this tool where if you like hypnotize the audience, but if you squeeze your wrist, your fists together and you kind of tuck your thumbs below, and then you thought of a memory that brought pure love and joy into your mind. And every time um, you would squeeze your wrists or your fists in that same manner, it, it would evoke that memory. So I remember that from him is kind of reminds That's cool. Me. Yeah. That's interesting. I have these daily, I do, um, like a Paul McKenna trance meditation, maybe mm-hmm. every day. They have ones on mm-hmm. happiness and confidence and physical health. And I love them. They're very useful, especially for someone who's like, I don't meditate. I don't, I can't meditate. It's too hard mm-hmm. for me. It's an active, it's an active experience you can do. Mm-hmm. And it helps you do visualizations and, you know, you count back. And so it sounds actually quite like what you're describing where we're updating our operating system in a way to believe a reality and remembering it by creating a physical manifestation of it, um, which can be super useful. I have like, I have a a talus, like I have a thing that embodies peace and ease that I wear around my neck. Mm -hmm. So it's good to create the physicality of something. Yeah. I like how you say practice too. I think we have a lot of practice Mm -hmm. at freaking out and stressing out. So (laughs) to not do that and practice peace and ease well, I was, I was even just telling Shay on my way here that I'm so thankful that we got up and did yoga this morning because, you know, I've had a day with my day job as far as some stressors, some triggers to where I could have exploded the situation, but I was able to remain peace and ease because I mm-hmm. did the practices that I instill in my morning routine. And I was able to kind of zone back into the just going to chill out for a minute. Yeah. 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 Solid advice to start out here. Um, We also were curious about you. We know you built two businesses, which is, I think, so fascinating from the ground up. Your first one was Quilt. Plus you were part of various startups. I actually work for a startup now. Um, So we're curious kind of how your background and your origin story, how you got started and how you kind of got to where you are now. Yeah. well, I it's interesting. I just uh, spent the holiday last week with some of my family, and I was around both my mom and my dad, who have been separated basically since I was born, but now live in the same town. So we were all under one roof That's nice. uh, for the holiday. Yeah, um, and I was kind of looking at them and realizing that I never saw them work for someone else. Mm-hmm. Like they hustled very hard I mean my mom primarily raised me as a single mother and mm-hmm. you know I am I believe I was born in a very like creative kind of scrappy hungry purpose-driven way I've been very connected to this desire to support people's um, mental health journeys physical mental well-being journeys spiritual journeys like I knew that from around the age of 14 or 15, it, it became very clear to me, mm-hmm. um, which I, I'm happy to talk about. But I also never saw the adults that I saw around me working for anyone else. So I didn't really have, mm-hmm. I never even thought that was really a thing. Wow. Yeah. So there, you know, we've got a bit of an, I think there's some nature and some nurture that Mm -hmm. created me. Like I started working for startups. I started my own business in my early twenties, um, was actually a matchmaking business. Yeah. Oh, Um, I remember. Yeah. So I don't know if I've ever really known another way. Mm -hmm. Actually. Mm, very very interesting because you do like I think your subconscious gets programmed obviously by that by what you see at home and you probably don't even recognize it like you said until you're a little bit older and you're looking back and you're like well maybe this is why I took this path Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, Um, they had my mom had the freedom um to like create her own schedule in a way she worked so hard but she always wanted to pick me up from school like there was things she just mm-hmm. knew were really important to her when you think about how you want to spend your 
time in your life and what matters, I feel like she worked backwards from that reality. And, you know, now I think that way too. Yeah. Building your life because you do spend so much time at work. Yeah. It's good to build it around there. I also really liked um, at the end of an episode, I heard you say some of the greatest um, insight that you heard was that in life, we as people will have 20 different jobs. And I feel like even now it's still unacceptable for you to do more than one thing. Mm-hmm. And I feel like when I, cause I'm, I'm in real estate, but when we started being becoming like yoga teachers and having podcasts, like the whole first, like six months I would hear, oh my gosh, you're quitting real estate. And it's like, <laughs> and I told Shay, I didn't realize like how unacceptable it was to like people until I started going to like personal development um, events to where all these people were like, yeah, I'm a teacher and I have a podcast and I blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh my gosh, there's more people like me. And I just love that you said that because for a while I like hid that I was doing other things because I wanted like my clients to know I was so dedicated to real estate and everything. Mm And I love that you said that and just hearing you say that, oh, well, I did that before I did this and this and this, mm-hmm. um, is, was that something that your mom did too? Like to have that kind of mindset that you already just developed. Mm. Mm. Yeah. My mom's, uh, my mom is in real estate. She actually retired a week ago. Oh, wow. From, from real estate. <laughs> so there's like a lot of things happening here. Um, um, you know, my mom created an environment in which I could believe that I could be anything. Mm-hmm. I, I do think that that was true. Um, she wanted that for me. Um, I don't, she didn't have that for herself and she wanted that for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there was a lot of, I think, positive messaging around that in my childhood um, mm-hmm. in hopes that I would go after what I wanted to go after. And, um, you know, she was raised by a deeply feminist woman you know, who wrote, you know, anthology on female composers, was a professor, had five kids, like, there's just, there's, there's definitely a a lineage Mm -hmm. um, that I, that I think is alive and well, and still running through me from her to her and, and kind of so on. But I do think, I spend a lot of time thinking about purpose. And then I think it it can channel in so many ways and you can reimagine your life every day if you want to. You can wake up and be like, try that. Like if we think about life as an experiment, you can wake up every day and think about like, well, I tried that and I liked it or I didn't like it. And mm-hmm. you can channel your purpose through five different vessels at one time. You can have a podcast. You can, like, you could, there's so many things that we can do with the things that we enjoy putting our time mm-hmm. to. Um, but I do think people like to put people in boxes to Mm -hmm. make sense of them and to feel safe, which, um, as a practice, I try to stay away from, um, you know, but that's a reality that we live in. And again, I'll, I'll keep bringing up social media, which are these echo chambers of boxes that we are fitting ourselves into, and identities that we are falling into and it can be hard to be an identity and then say I want this identity to evolve that's basically Mm -hmm. saying I may go lose that I may go lose my community right your Mm -hmm. community is of of the people that you're around so liminal I mean the company of my current name liminal was very much birthed after going through a massive amount of change Mm -hmm. Navigating unknown territory for the first time in in my adult life, like truly unknown territory and wanting and wishing I had some type of very specific support and help to make that transition easier, to go by faster, to give me more confidence in going through that so that I could get to the other side and be like, cool. Mm -hmm. I actually really stoked about how I got here and this is who I feel like I am. Um, So, I mean, I love that you're doing a lot of different things. I've got, I've got a lot of different things I like to do too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, um, you said in like around 14 or 15, you kind of knew that you were starting to develop this interest and passion around like mental health or helping people with their mindset. 
Um, would you talk a little bit more about how you discovered that? Yeah, it's, um, it's kind of something that definitely just first went from within. I was 14 when I asked my mom if I could go to therapy. Mm-hmm. Wow. I, I, I don't know how I knew about therapy. I was like 13 or 14. She just kind of like looked at me and I was like, I, you know, you know, I was raised by a single mom. I knew that my parents had separated. There was things that I was aware of that I was experiencing that I didn't know how to navigate. So I asked, so I started therapy basically 21 years ago. Right. <laughs> huge fan, huge fan of therapy. Um, and then the ethernet internet got into my bedroom somehow, like some magical thing where I had, a, <laughs> I had a big, I had a really big computer placed in my bedroom because I needed it for homework. But all of a sudden, like I had the internet available to me. And the things I was, one of the things I was originally researching, like I was gifted a book um, by a Le- Lebanese poet, Khalil Gibran. And I was really inspired by a lot of like his, the spiritual messages. And I was raised like without uh, assigned religion. Mm-hmm. I was like, but this is really beautiful. And these values he's speaking to are really meaningful. And I just remember going down a, like a rabbit hole that brought me to learning about like Taoism and Sufism and Rumi poetry and somatic healing and dance Mm -hmm. therapy because I was a dancer at the time and like I just was so Mm -hmm. curious and I kept finding these avenues that fast forward four years later I had to pick a thesis for my high school paper it it took me months to pick it I wanted it to be something meaningful which is a huge theme in my life of like Mm -hmm. making the most of every moment and my teacher was like, like, you have to pick one. Like by tomorrow, you have to pick one. So I was like, what about this? And like, what about this? And what about this? Mm-hmm. And I ended up choosing to write this very long, you know, a thesis on uh, drama and dance therapy and somatic healing. Mm-hmm. Because the inner because the internet led me there. Yeah. You know, I mean, with it was a with tool. A, <laughs> it was a t- with with chat. I'm doing the same mm-hmm. thing with ChatGPT right now. I yeah. literally every day hang out. I'm like, play the role of Socrates, right? Like, mm-hmm. play, play the role of Heidegger. Talk to me about you know the philosophical meaning of uh, the cosmic purpose of blah 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 blah. And I'm yeah. I am engaging in this way. So it's just where I I it's just where I was led. Well, I think you were a seeker. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I see that like in myself and obviously Jayla too, but like we were similar, like I didn't really grow up with religion, but I became Catholic when I was in high school because I was interested in learning more about connecting to something of a higher power. Mm-hmm. So it was, you know, yeah. just like that kind of information too. I think not extreme at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. So, you know, I don't really practice the religion now, but it was very purposeful and helpful at that time in my life. Um, but I think there are people that I don't know whether it's you call it an awakening or whatever, but you start to get curious about just your knowing. You're knowing, yeah, and and yeah, how to feel better every day in your life. Um, but yeah. we know that your first business, uh, quilt, mm-hmm. we had listened to some things on that. I wasn't really um, all that familiar with it, but I loved the concept of it, and I loved how you describe yourself too as a community builder. Mm-hmm. And what we, Jayla and I always talk about too, like our podcast, our whole mission is to help others feel good through community and, and through self-help. We live in a rural part of America where there's not a lot of access to big city resources. So we love that the, the tools that you're creating and how it can help our area too. Um, yeah. and I, like with quilt too, like just talk us through how you were able to build that and then also pivot and transition into liminal. Yeah, Quilt was born with a strong desire to bring the access that I had built professionally in a community sense in urban environments to non-urban dwelling areas, very Uh specifically. So I had built community for at social clubs and co-working spaces and wellness centers. And I, on a business level, saw, you know, that obviously it takes a lot of capital to open a physical space. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought all the power was in the small groups of people coming together. Like I, 
I, I think so many profound things can happen when you have six, eight, 10, no more than 12 people, like with an intention coming together and communicating mm-hmm. and like a little bit of structure. Like I, that is my area that I just thrive in. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the thought at the time was, well, we own homes. You're sitting in a home right now. I'm sitting in a home right now. Can these be our community centers? Like, can we spark neighborhoods and it was particularly women at the time who were coming together in small groups in homes for conversations to co-work with one another just activating it was a neighborhood by neighborhood kind of movement that got started up and down the west coast really cool. um, yeah. and we you know we started thank you i mean we started pretty small you know and then as we had some like good signal i ended up raising venture capital um something you knew how to do or no no <laughs> i was no. I about that too i'm like how do you learn to do that <laughs> yeah i don't know how, i don't know how one learn i mean to me when you're so clear on the thing that you want to do mm-hmm. you then figure out how to make it happen mm. i genuinely believe that so we talk about knowing it's like if you can very crisply say like, I, I, this is the world I imagine. This is the thing I want to do. This is what it looks like. This is how my life will change. If I make this thing happen, when you're clear on that, I actually believe a lot of the how starts to come into place. You start then having ideas like, well, I guess I could talk to this person about this thing. And I guess that, you know, and when you're clearly communicating, those people are like, well, have you spoken to this person? And what about this person? Oh, I bet that person would be in love with that thing. Like, it it really was like that. Sometimes I think we start, we start hustling before we're even clear on where we want to get to. Mm. And then we get somewhere and we don't like the view we got. (laughs) We're like... Why did I, why am I so exhausted? Why yeah. am I practicing stress um, yeah. for no reason? So I was precocious. I was clear. The vision was clear. And then honestly, it was like, it's like a haze to me how it happened now. Mm-hmm. Genuinely, like, it took yeah. flight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm, I'm laughing <laughs> over here because... That we have a similar story. We started a podcast just because, you know, we were um, jogging together and we were taking the same courses, reading the same books. And we were kind of talking about what was resonating with us, what was making us feel good. And I was like, let's just record it and we can just help other, you know, create that community or whatever. Then fast forward, like what, a year into Mm it? Yeah, we started people started reaching out to us, asking us to come speak to like universities and all of a sudden we're motivational speakers. And I'm like, yeah. we're motivational speakers. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. that was never like the view, the goal, the, I want to be a motivational speaker, but it's like, like mm-hmm. you, like we just started something and we're just pouring into it. And then all of a sudden we're like here. And we like look yeah. at each other and we're like, how'd we get here? Yeah. How do we get here? Is this really happening? Yeah. Yeah. So. It's authentic. Like I, yeah. I mean, when we're when we're doing something that's so authentic mm-hmm. to us, like we're all, I believe, here for a reason. And mm-hmm. when you're just kind of tapped into that and you're flowing through that, I do think things start to align on mm-hmm. your behalf. Yeah. Well, and like you said, if you start, if you really start practicing peace and ease. You'll be more likely to really, truly be more clear about what your purpose is um, versus like muscling through life and controlling and forcing. So Mm -hmm. I I think that's, you're so right. There are so, there's 7 billion people on this planet Mm -hmm. um, and there's so many people are are connected. And like you said, you get, you get connected along the way and you learn and you grow. I think we all box ourselves from like not knowing exactly how to do something. So we hold ourselves back. I mean, I think we box ourselves. And I also think that we believe that we're meant to do it like someone else did it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, and, I, and I don't, you know, there's that Oscar Wilde quote, be yourself, everyone else is already taken. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think it's beautiful to get inspiration from places. You know, they, there's, a, there's a, 
it's known kind of in the, like a, Andrew Huberman talks about this, like other people in the neurobiology space will speak to that you can't be creative unless you have the actual information to put these things together to create. Mm-hmm. So it is, it is good to know what your inputs are, like get inspired and get excited and learn about the things that are naturally engaging to you because you don't know what your what synapses you're going to connect and what's going to come from it. But it is also, in my opinion, so important to create solitude, to create that space where you had all those inputs to see what is naturally just going to surface. Mm, um, and I, do, I think you two coming together is a very good example of like the synapses, like firing and being yeah. like, this is a cat. Mm-hmm. This is a catalyst for something greater. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then your quilt. So you've built this, these strong communities within quilt of people that, you know, want to learn and want to grow and want to get better. And then COVID happens and kind of pivots your business. You go more online. And then now what I, what we were reading about you with liminal mm-hmm. and I liked this too. You were like, I want to build a space where people feel better after engaging with it which is, which is wonderful because we are attached to our phones. So many of us use our phones all day long, right? So it would be great to engage with things more regularly that you do feel better after you engage with. Yeah. I mean, it's, um, I read a guardian, um, article that had the title a couple of days ago. That's like, um, self-care is sedating, like the women of America. I mean, it was, it was, it was, it was so depressing. I will say that, Um, you know, and there's a wellness industry that's now $2.2 trillion globally. And it's like, there's all of the, there's all of this information. And we're also aware that we feel worse than we ever have. Like the, Mm -hmm. we are more stressed, we are more stressed right now than we were during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm more than 60% of Americans are quote unquote miserable in their job. Yeah. Like it's just like, it's just bleak. So we're spending a lot of money on ways to feel better, but yet we don't feel better. And we're like, and we're, how do we actually, how do we actually feel better? Right. Um, And I asked myself that question as somebody who spent a lot of money on those things and, you know, was a crisis you know, I don't think I've ever booked a massage outside of the hour before I had to have that massage. <laughs> like, yeah. you yeah. know, it was never like, oh, I think next Tuesday would be a nice time for a massage. I need it now. It was like, yeah. I can't feel my toes, you know? Yeah. Um, and so I was thinking about that. And my honest answer was like, when I would be in conversation working with a coach or with a dear friend who I felt like was a wonderful, like asked wonderful questions, people that helped me like come back to myself Mm. or when I was like really in my alone time, feeling good in my alone time. Mm -hmm. Those, those were my, those were my, my two things I could look at and be like, Oh, I connected to myself in those moments the most. But then I thought about how hard it is for somebody to have access to a coach, both in finding a coach, mm-hmm. like how, yeah. how do you know the right one to work with? Who do you trust? Because there's a lot of noise in the industry. There's no regulation in the industry and it can be incredibly expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Incredible, like banana town expensive. Oh yeah. You'll hear um, people like, oh, I dropped a hundred thousand dollars on this mastermind or whatever. And you're like, what? Yeah. Whoa, yeah. I'm like, wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that, you know, right now we have access to technology so that, you know, coaches who are wonderfully trained at coaching can support people and more people than they typically could and in less time with the support of technology. And so I started thinking about the role of you know, high quality coaches and my background in matchmaking and technology that could kind of support somebody in their daily integration, because talking to somebody for an hour every two weeks, like is not the fastest path towards integration. Mm -hmm. Like we go back to our lives. Like I go back to feeling stressed an hour later, you know, I Mm -hmm. see something in my phone that tips me and I'm like, and then I forget we even had a conversation until four days later. Mm -hmm. So 
these were some of the elements that were inspiring liminal. Like, can we take the power of the human connection in working with a coach to get very clear on what it is that we actually want our life to look like? So we can be excited about how we're spending our time. And then how can the technology that Liminal has created on behalf of the coach help you make progress every day? Daily mm-hmm. prompts, progress tools, like productivity, but with heart. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, I'm not a, I'm not like a huge productivity hacker. Like, unless there's like a human element to it, I can sometimes feel like, I don't know. I don't want to hack my way into mm-hmm. life. Like I want to improve the quality of my experience. Yeah. Um, so I feel like after, you know, talking about it, people probably can understand what it is, but can you give like a couple brief sentences on what actual liminal is? And like coaching, I think for yeah. our, even in our offers. Yeah. yeah. I feel like in rural parts of America, people are hear the term coach, but aren't quite sure what that what that involves. We've had coaches before. Yeah. And I think it is a foreign subject for a lot of people. Like still therapy is pretty foreign for the, I would say the majority of our area where we live. Um, so yeah, explain a little bit about coaching and how you can use that as well. And what, and what liminal is. is. Yeah. Yeah. So I think of, I believe that therapy and coaching go hand in hand and can Mm -hmm. work very well together, depending on if you, you know, have the means to do that. Um, For me, therapy, and there are so many different practices, but if you are working with a therapist, usually it is focusing more on your past to your present. Mm-hmm. So you're going, you're going back into your past. You're talking about something that happened. Maybe you're reframing it. You're relating to it in a new way. And now I'm just talking about talk therapy. In there's general. so many, yeah. there's so many different forms of therapy and I could get into all of those, but I'll just put that in the big bucket of mm-hmm. therapy. Coaching to me is very interesting insofar as usually like an amazing coach acts more like a guide for you and has frameworks and tools to help you discover where do you want to be so it's more about what what is the future you look like and how can we help you get there Mm. so when you're working with a coach it's usually either on clarity with what you want or how you're going to make it happen Mm -hmm. and you're you're kind of flowing in and out of that so on liminal specifically we're very much right now, a lot of the people that are coming on and working with liminal and liminal coaches are people who are like, I would love to find my purpose or discover my purpose. I don't like the job that I'm in right now. Um, I am dealing with, you know, issues at work and, you know, communication things. Like we have some people who may be pointing out you know, relationship stuff and personal stuff, but primarily people are coming in and saying, I would love support in figuring out where I want to go next in my life, in my career, Mm -hmm. um, and how to do that with ease um, and support. So Liminal very specifically is like, we offer one-on-one coaching, which is synchronous calls matched with our progress focused app to help people navigate their career transitions in a more like effortless and faster way. Mm. Um, And instead of it being, you know, thousands of dollars uh, a month, we are 290 a month. Um, Although I do, I do believe that we're, since we're talking here today, that your community gets a hundred dollar discount. So that's very much appreciated. Thank you. That's amazing. Yeah. And, and really genuinely what will happen is every two weeks, you will have a 30 minute phone call to make sure that you're clear on your goal of what you want. Mm -hmm. And then in the, in our app back and forth with the coach, you'll have daily exercises or tasks or actions to make it happen. So the liminal app helps hold you accountable Mm -hmm. and you got two weeks and then, you know, and then you get the next kind of round. So we sprint essentially in these like short fashions. It's like a pull. It helps you pull it through and make it more practical. Yeah. And brings more awareness around it. Cause like you said, we are constantly 
just going, 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 going. You can have one conversation, not have the next one till two weeks. And you don't even remember what you talked about. Right. And then you're cramming your homework the night before. Cause we've been there with coaches like, we've Oh gosh, we've got to do this. Oh, <laughs> totally. You know, I mean, the, the idea of major life transformation to me happens in tiny steps in rituals and updating the way we're doing something on a daily and weekly basis not in like fire hosing ourselves every two weeks to make sure we don't get in trouble by our coach you know and mm -hmm. I thought about that I mean there's like what four there's hundreds of hours in a month I'm going to spend two with a coach and I'm going to change mm -hmm. I'm going to have to have a very like very strong willpower yeah mm -hmm. yeah because the happen. habits that we have every day are deeply wired into our brains. It is, it's very hard to fight against your own self. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I like what you said too, cause you were like, I'm the type of person that doesn't schedule a massage ahead of time, unless it's like a girl's weekend or something like that. And you guys are, we're all going, I like that this is on demand. We actually engaged with it and we're getting set up because we wanted specific help. And I like too, like how you had it career wise too, because I think mm -hmm. a lot of people do like you, either you want help, maybe how do you get yourself to be seen in a different light yeah. in, in your career, or maybe you have a, a small business that you're building and you have a nine to five and you, it's just you and another person and you need help with like a marketing funnel or something like that. When I was talking um, yesterday, cause we had engaged with it, it was just so helpful and like, we're excited to participate in it. Cause like I said, we've worked with coaches in the past and you're dead on. I think the hardest part is that two week interim. Mm-hmm. So totally. it works. It's something they say, it's something like, um, uh, having an aha moment, which is like critical, which will happen, you know, in the conversation is 30%, 70% is putting into action to make change. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So our app is very much that 70% making sure mm -hmm. it's like you, you just had an aha moment, like let's integrate that. And then two weeks later, you're going to have another aha moment. We can integrate that. Mm -hmm. um, versus like, Oh, I just want everything to, you know, it's very overwhelming to think yeah. about everything that you wish would change. Yeah. We always talk about what Jayla, what's our mantra, the turtle steps. Yeah. Turtle we, steps. We always say like little turtle steps every single day, you know, will add up to huge results over time. And it's so true. It's those little, little changes you make that, um, so true. and I think it like this whole concept too, kind of takes the pressure off being, you know, killing it right at the bat and solving the issue or solving the whatever. I feel like just breaking it up, mm -hmm. just automatically just hearing it makes me feel better. You know what I mean? I'm not yeah. even involved with it yet. And I'm like already going like, oh, you know, instead of like, oh, right. it up. Um, like we got to mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, I remember I listened to something and it's like, you're never going to be like killing it in all aspects of your life. Mm -hmm. And I feel like we just need to accept that mm -hmm. and accept that, you know, there's help out there and it can be given us, given it to us in micro doses. Cause mm -hmm. I feel like getting the whole macro at once and being like, okay, here it is now run with it. It can be overwhelming. And then add in the fact that you're paying for it. Yeah. It's like, you have that other kind of like, okay, Jayla, you're paying for this. Like you got to get the most from it. Mm -hmm. But in reality, you're setting yourself expectations, not only to handle the task and figure whatever it is out, but you're also adding these ex expectations to get your money's worth, like mm -hmm. to get the most out of it and all this stuff. So when you're hearing you talk about it, I'm like, that kind of takes all of that away. Yeah. And takes yeah. it down. Yeah. I mean, we, we, we have very busy days. The whole point is that we're really, really busy and we're not the idea. I used to fantasize about this idea that one day I just wouldn't be busy. Mm. Like all of a sudden I wouldn't have anything to do. And I kept, you know, and that was taking me out of enjoying this present moment. And if what I want is to slow down how can I take little steps towards that change without being like, oh, I just want to not be, it's like, then we go on vacations and then we're like exhausted for five of mm -hmm. the seven days that we're on a mm -hmm. vacation. And then we, we're back being busy again. Yeah. So I do think these little, you know, big shifts and tiny steps. Mm -hmm. um, well, I don't, I don't you... know. I don't know another way to be honest. Yeah. I, I love that too. Cause like you mentioned vacation. I always get vacation depression. It's gotten a lot better, but me I, too. my, I used coaches to help me get through that. 
I'd be like, I'd go on vacations and I'd feel like so depressed the whole time. It was crazy. Cause yeah. I think I was so used to being overstimulated and busy all the time. I could yeah, not you don't know what to do with yourself. I did yeah. not know what to do with myself. And then all these feelings would come up and it wouldn't be happy or whatever. So I did, and it was very successful, but this will be great for someone that's like that too, because it's on demand as well. When we are engaging with it, like you said, your massage, like you can go on and, you know, schedule a session pretty much ASAP. Um, yeah. And then your app too, you can engage with it. Like you had said, how many, how many minutes do you have today? Like five, 10, 15, mm-hmm. something like yeah. that. That was neat too. Which is huge. Yeah. Five minutes. A lot. You can change well, again, a lot. It takes the pressure off you. Yeah. You know, it takes that pressure off of judging yourself first and foremost, because that's immediately what you do mm-hmm. when you're trying something new. First of all, perfectionism. <laughs> yeah. Right? Perfection. Right. Yeah. Totally. You had some interesting insights on perfectionism too, um, that I think are helpful. A lot of women, we just, and I think we hold ourselves back because we're like, if it can't be perfect, I can't start. Yeah. You know, I, I was, what did I listen to today? I was listening to something on the radio or whatever. Did you send me something? (laughs) I don't know. We send stuff back and forth, but I heard some were like, um, some like really high percentage of women will not attempt to do anything if they don't think they'll be perfect at it. Mm-hmm. But men are like completely fine with wing, with wing and shit. Mm-hmm. They say that with promotions yeah. and stuff too. Yeah. And I heard that this morning and I can't remember what it was, what it was. Cause I listened to so much content, <laughs> but I heard that. And I'm like, that is so true. Like, you know, men generally they're just, they just wing it and they, they're okay with getting bees mm-hmm. us as women. We want a. Oh no, no bees. I had no bees. Right. right. Yeah. No. I mean, it was. This was a. This is a very real thing. I think particularly women are going through. Wait a minute. I thought I did everything right. Like there is mm-hmm. such a high expect cultural expectation on me to do things a certain way. I thought I did a great job at those things, but I don't know. I got to my thirties and I'm not happy I, I thought the whole point was that like I did all the right things like I got the good grades and I was in the good after school activities and I went to a good school and then I got a good job and like I just kept doing really well but I'm not happy yeah you know and mm-hmm. that was that's a that's a big that's a tough pill to swallow especially like I am 35 years old and like if I want kids if, if there's anything else that I want I'm waking up to that reality now. Yeah. You know, it's, that's, that's the perfection thing is, is certainly something I've, I've, I continue to spend a lot of time unpacking and exploring because I feel like it takes me away from me. Like whoever I'm yeah. supposed to be, it's perfectionism is essentially saying I care way more about what other people think about me than I do about what I'm here to create. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. that people pleasing. We were talking, we um, have you, I don't know if you've listened to Britney Spears book, but it was similar. Like I listened, listened to hers and um, Jessica, Jessica Simpson's and it was this deep level of people pleasing and perfectionism. And they start to disconnect from who they are. And then they're mm-hmm. numbing with, um, you know, substances and pills and different things. And then before you know it, if you don't have a good support system, you're not you anymore, mm-hmm. you know, it's, just, and then I think we do that a lot with our stars. Like you want them to be a virgin and, you know, not do anything wrong and date the perfect person. And they make one mistake. And then we, we hang them out there to dry. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, that's a, that is the definition of projection. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Right. We project onto them who we, who we need them to be to fit into our reality and they become the projection versus who they are. Yeah. Right. And to break free from one person's projection you care about is hard, let alone millions of people. Like how does, how does somebody survive that? It is, that's a very difficult thing. Yeah. 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 I heard you talking about that on a podcast and I, I had an aha moment. Um, cause I've been on this, like, you know, finding myself self-improvement while trying to help others, the same thing the last couple of years. And I've lost some friendships, not really lost them, but they just kind of ran their courses. 
And when I was listening to that, I told Shay and I'm like, it makes so much sense to me how much I was like a chameleon and like shape shifting into what these people or I shouldn't say these people, but who they projected me to be. And I was like shaping into that. But at the end of the day, our relationship wasn't based on me being the true me. And I was at a constant battle with it. Mm. And um, listening to you you say that, I I was like, this makes so much sense right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, there's no point in sacrificing your, yourself, right. For, for a Mm -hmm. connection, because then it's not, that doesn't end up being a genuine connection. Usually it's not at ease. Mm -mm. It's not, this is not my piece in ease post-it to bring it back to that. (laughs) Well, well, yeah, because by the way, it's easy for me to like what peace and ease looks like for me is going to be very different for you. Right. Yeah. So it's important to say, I, I like, I want peace and ease, what that looks like for me. And genuinely what one of those things is for me is the ability to create with people who inspire me. Right. There's not a lot other people may be like, I don't like, I don't want to have a startup. I'm like, totally. That's not, mm-hmm. you, you want to go float in the ocean. I'll float in the ocean on Saturday, but like, yeah. know what, know, define these things for ourselves so that we can create that reality for me versus, you know, for you. Yeah. And that's part, that's the whole yeah. hard part is sitting down and getting to know you again, right. After you've been told who you are from some, from other people your whole life. So yeah. that is the work right there. You got to make your decision supporting that, yeah, that person, that true you. Yeah, the real you at the end of the day. Um, so yeah. to kind of wrap this up, what would be your like dream of dreams with Liminal? If you, what's your like overarching kind of big goal with where you'd want to see it to go? Honestly, I would love, I think everyone deserves a coach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think every, I think everyone deserves a coach. I don't think it does. It should be a privilege. I don't think knowing your purpose should be a privilege. Um, being able to talk to somebody and like reflect and think and, and riff back and forth. So I'm, I am very focused on making the coaching experience, both the highest quality experience that it can be, but also the most accessible experience yeah. that it can be. Um because right now it is one of the fastest growing industries and also one of the more expensive ones. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I love the accessibility thing. I, again, I, that is why we built what we built here. It, we just don't have, we have one yoga studio in our, in our town too now. Oh, yeah, we, have a we have two now or whatever, but like, you know, we don't have a ton of resources and most communities don't, right. A lot of people live outside of the bigger cities. So to, to be able to like access things that will allow you to grow in your life and whatever yeah. area it is that you're designing. Or even just huge. letting people know that it's there, mm-hmm. you know, like, Hey, it's here. Yeah. Here it is. Yeah. 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 You know, it's there for you. Um, yeah. yeah. Interesting stuff. I like it. Um, we always end our podcast. I feel like we could just talk. I know. Ever. <laughs> I know. I know. Fun. There's a lot, I mean, you were so interesting in, in so many ways. There's so yeah. many different topics. I, I see a lot. I see a lot of you and like us too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel yeah. like I could kind yeah. of take this conversation like a million different ways and we would just be like, okay, yeah, yeah let's show them manifest and all the other things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, love that. But let's end our podcast. We always ended on a why not? Why not day. of the day? Do you have anything that you would like to share? Do you have anything? Why not of the day? Want to start it off? Mm. I always go to you first. I'm I know. You, you always I'm have not, one. Come on, kick us I always have one and she'll shoot it to me. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I would say, I think what's coming up for me is like, why not like sit with you a little bit more and get to know who you are, yes. what you like, what areas you want to grow in in your life and put a little attention and focus on that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. how about you Jayla I would say uh, why not I don't know this is a good one start your day with yoga start your day with <laughs> yoga 
Mm-hmm. Namaste. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say, why not just get curious about coaching? Mm-hmm. Just get curious. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying like sign up today, but get curious about about it. Download the app and just mm-hmm. kind of you know move mm-hmm. around or whatever. You know, take the mm-hmm. pressure off and just start curiosity around it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and we do offer one free week of coaching. So we will match you to a coach. You will have a discovery call. You'll get to experience the app for a week and then you can decide to pay. So there's yeah. really, we're making it, I'm hopefully making it as easily as humanly possible. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. The first, yeah. When my call yesterday was just like a discovery, you weren't charged anything. So yeah, you're right. You don't have to put yeah. your credit card in for a discovery call either. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. Um, I, but thank you for plugging that. I love that. Um, (laughs) why not? Carve out time this week to answer the question, what do I want? Mm -hmm. And what does that look like? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's good. And if you need help with that, you can download lemon oil <laughs> there you go I was come, to, come yeah come to stayliminal.com there give us go. a little bit of information you may end up on the phone with me um yeah. or someone on my team um by yeah, the way when I was we, talking we can to help you, you with that I talked to um your disc one whoever did the discovery call yesterday I forget her name but it was funny because she was in Los Angeles and she was like my in-laws graduated from WVU which is West Virginia University and that's where my husband did his dental school and I actually I graduated I had my master's degree from there too so it was just funny it was a small world oh my God, small world that is such a small world it's like we we go there once a year we make a pilgrimage you know everybody meets there we go to a mountaineer game and it was just it was that's cute. right yeah she does that's so funny I love yeah that. it was funny but um for our our listeners you are you had mentioned this earlier but you're going to um Offer $100 off the first month of liminal coaching and is the code ask yourself, why not pod 100? We'll put this all in the show notes. I think that's such a nice gift. Thank you so much um, for doing that. And like I said, you already have two customers here. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Yeah, we're excited. Well, thank you for having me. I could see that we could talk about a lot of stuff. So this this was this was a lot of fun for me. Yeah. Yeah. It was so much fun for us. Don't too. tempt me to come to Florida because I'm looking out <laughs> yeah. the window and we have our first snow blizzard right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. It's I pretty, was thinking though. about going to like the Blue Ridge mountains. How close are you to them? Are you we're, we're not near the Blue Ridge. We're just no. more in the Appalachian. No. About an hour from Pittsburgh. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But it is not yeah. nice and pretty. Yeah. But it's like, it's the snow we're having is like that snow globe snow. So it's kind of pretty. So if you keep seeing me looking off into the distance, that's what I'm looking at. (laughs) I'm like, I'm looking at it. I'm looking at an ocean and you're looking at a snow. (laughs) That's snow. (laughs) But yet here we are connecting. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The beauty of the ethernet. That's right. And the ethernet. (laughs) All right. Well, that's it. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm going to stop recording here. This is the Ask Ask Yourself Yourself, Why Why Not not? Podcast.